RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. Hopefully, everybody had a wonderful weekend of football viewing. If you watch football, uh, you had to have enjoyed it. If you're a football fan, that was some fantastic football that we watched. Um, we watched very little useless football. Useless football meaning the other team doesn't have a chance. Uh, there was very little of that last weekend, and that was a beautiful thing. When it's all said and done, uh, Bengals and Rams, boy, um, I would have liked to have been uh, a fly on the wall watching the Bengals team watch that game yesterday because I don't know which way they would cheer. Like, would you rather play the Rams or you rather play the 49ers? There's a lot of different <laughs> ways you could look at that. Would you rather play uh, Stafford or would you rather play against Garoppolo? Watching that team, and listen, we're, we're in the Super Bowl now, and I hope everybody realizes, Once I, I like to revert back to the name of this uh, podcast, In the Trenches. Hope everybody realizes that quarterbacks are just a piece of a puzzle. And listen, Garoppolo came a second away from... Uh, making it to a Super Bowl again for the second time in three years. Can anybody name me 10 quarterbacks that Garoppolo's better than in the NFL? Do yourself a favor and write it down. Write down 10 quarterbacks that you would rather quarterback your team than Garoppolo, and I'd be shocked. Right? And he's almost went to two Super Bowls in three years. That should tell you a little something about the quarterbacking position and what their, and what their coaches want from them. The 49ers don't ask too much from Garoppolo, and they don't get too much. And I'll be honest with you, you know, the Rams get it done. <laughs> you know, that uh, the young man, um, Jaquarius uh, Tart, his last name with two Ts, a defensive back, I'm not sure he's going to get a good night's sleep again in his lifetime. Because since he was three and he started playing football, I promise you he's never got an easier interception than the one he had yesterday to end the game and put your team in a Super Bowl. Is that the reason why they ain't there? No, but I'd be damned. <laughs> if you catch the ball, if, if it's out in the street and you throw that ball to Jaquarius 100 times, I think he catches it 100 times, okay? Literally. And listen, I, I saw a tweet from him, and basically he says he deserves all the criticism he gets. Uh, you have to make that play. He's, it's going to make him stronger. Blah, 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 Jaquarius. You ain't going to sleep, okay? You know what the long and short of it is? Everybody who likes to point fingers and tell somebody they are something, that's because you ain't never been there. You know why Jaquarius is humble and showing a little humili humility? That's the first time he's been there. And for those of you who are commenting on what he should do, you ain't been there either because you wouldn't know how you would react in that situation. If I throw a football to you very nonchalantly, and I say, don't drop it. You probably won't drop it. But if I say to you, if you drop this football, everybody in your, house, in your house dies. You see the difference? And once again, it's not that drastic. But that's what they're playing for. So pressure is a son of a bitch. If you're a golfer and you got a two-foot putt for, to win the Masters, it's going to be a lot different than a two-foot putt for $5, which is what you guys miss. Yet when the guys in the Masters miss, you tell them they choked. So I'm not much into telling people they choked or played poorly, but looking at these the four games that I the four teams that I saw last uh, yesterday, I didn't see any great teams. I, whoever wins the Super Bowl this year 
is going to be a flawed team for me. Like whoever wins the Super Bowl this year, God bless. They ain't going to go down in the lore of great teams. I don't give a crap what anybody say. I don't know. They're, they're not beating any uh, Patriots team or great Super Bowl, uh, a Steelers team back in the day. No way. These teams are flawed. And I, and I guess that's just a product of the way NFL is now and free agent and quarterbacks moving here and there and everybody jumping around. So we got a chance to watch some fabulous football yesterday. Um, we, I didn't see, did you see any great quarterbacking yesterday? And where was it? I think Mahomes took a full stride backwards. Patrick Mahomes took a one, a full stride backwards. You're up 21 to three at home in a playoff game and you lose. Who else? What other great ones have done that? Give me the lineup. What what other lineup of great quarterbacks have lost when they're down 21 to three at home? Give me the lineup. And we're talking about this being one of the greatest ever. Joe Montana? That ain't ain't happened to Joe Montana ever. So to me, Patrick Mahomes took a step back. Stafford is an elite to me. Stafford won yesterday. I don't find him to be elite. I don't. If you take Garoppolo, if you put Garoppolo on the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't go to the playoffs. All right? So that's how special I think Garoppolo is. I I just don't think he's very special. And I just didn't see, and Patrick Mahomes is special. There's no doubt about that, okay? But he took a step back. Joe Burrow didn't play super. They played well around Joe Burrow. You know who should get a game ball for Cincinnati? Their offensive line, who gave up nine sacks a week before and battled and, and battled to keep him upright yesterday. Joe Burrow did a pretty good job of evading a couple of rushes here and there. But if you're looking at the quarterback play, I wasn't overly impressed in general with the quarterback play. Games are won in the trenches, people. I've been, trying to, I've been trying to tell you guys that for a while. Like, there's a couple of people that I'm sad for. I'm sad for John Lynch, a good friend of mine. Debo Samuel is one of the best football players in the world right now and playing about as high level as you can. You hate to see him, uh, um, you know, bow out that way as well. Um, and listen, it's tough to lose, people. It's, it's, it's tough to lose. But Cooper Cup is a son of a gun. And I don't know what defense you're in when Cooper Cup is catching a ball in the back end of the end zone unscathed. What defense is that? Put somebody on Cooper Cup, press him, and then put somebody behind him and don't let him catch that gosh darn ball. I don't understand it. I don't understand how you just let Cooper Cup run free in whatever defense the hell it is. It's a bad defense. That's it. Cooper Cup's a son of a gun. And I feel bad for Debo Samuels, who was equally as much of a beast as Cooper Cup. But like I said, somebody had to lose that game, unfortunately. Uh, now they're going to have, they went all these years and they didn't have a home team ever play home at a, at a Super Bowl. Now we're going to do it two years in a row. And all of a sudden, the Rams are the hot ticket in L.A. Everybody loves the Rams now. And nobody ever bring up the Rams ever. Now the Rams have every star in the world there. And little Cool J and all the people are going to be hanging out. And that is going to be a party uh, in L.A. for that Super Bowl with the Rams playing. That ticket's going to be expensive. If you got one, good for you. Uh, hold on to it. It may be worth a whole lot of money. Well, do I think it's going to be an entertaining Super Bowl? Sure. You know, I, I just think I said it about week two. There's going to be a funky Super Bowl winner. And to me, uh, that would make sense with the Cincinnati Bengals. It just, it's just funky. It doesn't make much sense. And if Joe Burrow messes around and wins the Super Bowl in his second year, good luck for the rest of you guys because Joe Burrow is cocky enough as it is. If he gets a Super Bowl in him, good luck with you. 
he coming out with the dookie links and the whole nine yards. He just doesn't care. And he's just a loose dude that just doesn't get rattled too much. So I think you have to be a fan of Joe Burrow. But we're going to continue to do these in the trenches since football continues. Our Buccaneers are gone. Uh, There was the false um, news of Tom Brady retiring. I will not talk about it until I hear Tom Brady say it. Do I believe it's going to happen? Yes, I do. Or else Tom would have come out and said, I'm not. So I believe it's going to happen. I guess if Tom retires after February 5th, he gets an additional $15 million signing bonus. Don't be shocked if the Buccaneers approach him and say, Tom, retire. Here's your 15. Relax yourself. And this would make a lot of sense now. Instead of him just waiting for that $15 million, it doesn't make enough sense for anybody. Nobody will retire a week early without taking that $15 million. Stop saying that. Regardless how much damn money you have. So Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com if everybody wants to hit me up. And we will continue to do these in the trenches as the uh, as football offseason continues. And, uh, you know, I have my other podcasts as well. Make sure you're listening to that. And Beckles and Retro Monday through Friday, 3 to 7, 95.3 WDAE, FM, and 620 on the AM. Appreciate you guys listening in. Have a wonderful week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. This is a dark to light with Frank and Beans quick fix on Radio Influence. I'm pretty surprised. I got to be honest. After we talked about what we talked about and the 3% and all that, supposedly Spotify stock is down because all these old hippie folk singers that used to be peace, love and freedom and like, you know, whatever are now government propagandist mouth authoritarians. And they're all like removing their music from Spotify because everybody was there for them. Of course, but supposedly their stock has tanked. They're losing people, customers. Really? Yeah, which I just have a hard time with. So it, it, that doesn't make it. I don't care. You know, I'm sure some people were giving a little stink there. But when you think about, so what is it, $7 billion? I don't know. It was like down to $70 a share. I'm not sure what it was at prior, though. That's a, that's, that's a, that's a little tiny uh, bump in the road. Well, of course, they came out with new guidelines, Frank, Spotify did, because they need to make sure that they're they're making sure that people stay within the lines and they don't get all crazy. The guy who runs Spotify here, Daniel Elk, panics over rock star defections. He says there will be new rules over how the disinformation will be disseminated. Yeah, see, this is ultimately what it is. You have to remember, this is not really about focusing in on taking out Joe Rogan. Because he's too big, he's too big to to be taken down at this point. Everything that you do for him will be just a Streisand effect, and his brand will continue to get bigger and bigger. But it's really about lay, yeah, it's leveling the the ground floor of the forest to kill all the saplings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going it's going to destroy the the true diversity of a of a free market of information there. And the, and the Titans will, rem- will remain. Dark to Light with Frank and Beans can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.